Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Ifs and Buts. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. We're so thankful. You're a good God, a God of mercy and love. We come ready to receive today, Father, and apply this message to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, ifs and buts. My friends, there is an old saying that goes like this. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. This saying really comes down to making excuses. For example, if I were just seven foot tall, I could have played in the NBA. Or if I had better teachers, I could have been a rocket scientist. Or if I could just talk better, I could share Jesus with people. Our flesh loves to make excuses for why we cannot do this thing or that thing. So again, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Or another way of saying it would be if everything in my life was perfect, then I could do anything God wanted me to do. I want to challenge us all today to get the ifs and buts out of our life. We need to get rid of one of the biggest failure diseases, and that is excusitis. We can accomplish what God has for us if we don't play that game. Let's start today in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 6 through 8 in the Amplified Bible. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a young man. 7. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a young man, because wherever I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. 8. Do not be afraid of them or their hostile faces, for I am with you always to protect you and deliver you, says the Lord. Folks, we can all make an excuse. Oh, I'm too young or I'm too old, or I don't have enough education. The list goes on and on. But God teaches us here not to make excuses, that he'll be with us to help us in whatever he has for us to do. Genesis 3, verses 11 through 13 in the Amplified Bible. 11, God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten fruit? From the tree which I commanded you not to eat? 12. And the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate it. 13. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled and deceived me, and I ate from the forbidden tree. My friends, first Adam blamed the woman that God gave to be with him. And then the woman blamed the serpent for making the bad choice that she made. Excuses, excuses. They all get us in a bad situation. Matthew 8, 21 and 22 in the Amplified. 21, another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Collect my inheritance. 22. But Jesus said to him, Follow me, believing in me as master and teacher, 
and allow the spiritually dead to bury their own dead. Folks, many Bible scholars believe that his father was not even dead yet, but he wanted to collect his inheritance. But Jesus said basically, no excuses, come follow me. Exodus 32, verses 20 through 24 in the Amplified Bible. Then Moses took the calf they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground it to powder and scattered it on the surface of the water and made the Israelites drink it. 21. Then Moses said to Aaron, What did this people do to you that you have brought so great a sin on them? 22. Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord burn. You know the people yourself, that they are prone to evil. 23. For they said to me, Make us a God who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. 24. I said to them, Let whoever has gold jewelry take it off. So they gave it to me, then I threw it in the fire, and out came this calf. My friends, this is one of my favorites. They just threw the gold into the fire, and then out came this calf. Oh my, excuses, excuses. Now Exodus 4, verses 8 through 12. If they will not believe you or pay attention to the evidence of the first sign, they may believe the evidence of the second sign. Nine, but if they will not believe these two signs or pay attention to what you say, you are to take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground, and the water which you take out of the river will turn to blood on the dry ground. Ten, then Moses said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I am not a man of words, eloquent or fluent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and tongue. 11. The Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute or the deaf, or the seeing or the blind? Is it not I, the Lord? 12. Now then go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth, and I will teach you what to say. Wow, what a great example, my friends, of making excuses. And Moses had one of the best in the natural, that he wasn't eloquent in words, and he was slow to speech and tongue. But the Lord again basically said, no excuses, I'll be with you to help you. Now let's go to 2 Kings chapter 5 in the Amplified Bible. Naaman is healed. One, now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Aram, Syria, was considered a great man by his king and was highly respected because through Naaman, the Lord had given victory to Aram, Syria, and he was also a man of courage, but he was a leper. Now down to verse 8. Now when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent word to the king asking, why have you torn your clothes? Just let Naaman come to me, and he shall know that there is a true prophet in Israel. Nine, so Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stopped at the entrance of Elijah's house. Ten, Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times 
and your flesh will be restored to you, and you will be clean. 11. But Naaman was furious, and he went away and said, Indeed, I thought he would at least come out to see me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place of leprosy and heal the leper. 12. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus and Aram, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned away and went away in rage. My friends, Naaman thought his waters were much better and cleaner and wondered why he couldn't be washed in those waters. 13. Then his servants approached and said to him, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he has said to you, Wash and be clean? 14. So he went down and plunged himself into the Jordan seven times, just as the man of God had said, and his flesh was restored like that of a little child, and he was clean. My friends, if Naaman had continued with the excuses, I want to be washed in the clean water. I want the prophet to wave his hand over my leprosy. But no, he humbled himself, and he quit making the excuse, and he did what the prophet said, followed God's instructions, and he was healed. Let's pray. Father, we choose to quit making excuses in our lives, Father. We choose to get the ifs and buts out of our life, Father, to follow you and know that you're all we need, Father. We choose to follow you, to obey you, Father, and quit making excuses when you've called us to do things, Father. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for your mercy when we missed you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at Celebrate Jesus Ministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.